It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. I used to come in with intro music and stuff like that. But oh, my God. Hey, in the behind the cue, all that stuff. I just said, bunk it. But welcome, everybody. Welcome, Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 60. We are 60 shows in. Wow. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Felicia Brown, for hosting a lot of those shows with me. I appreciate you. By the way, is my lovely co-host, Felicia Brown. Hello, everybody. Hi. Happy Monday. Hi, Big Daddy. Um, hello to you. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well today. Not bad for a Monday. <laughs> the weather's nice. Spring time, the birds are chirping. <laughs> but uh, let's get into it. First of all, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I always say to myself, I'm not going to talk about him this week. But he always oh, gives me something to mention. The spoiled brat Orange baby Has gotten pissed off Because nobody Would vote in his health care plan So it really must have stuck So Now he wants to take it out On the cities that um, That harbor immigrants They're like the sanctuary Mm. Now he wants to take it out on them saying that he's not going to give them funding if they don't vote for his thing. Wow. Spoiled ass orange brat. Get over it, man. One, you learned a lesson. Not everything the president wants to put through is going to make it every time. There's a lot of things that a lot of different presidents tried to push through but never made it past Congress. And this is one of them. You tried and failed. Tweak it. Try it again. But don't act like a spoiled-ass brat ready to take your ball and run home because it didn't work out your way. Right. What do you think about it? I just thought it was funny. I didn't hear about um, him, you know, taking it out on the state housing, you know, the Syrian um was it refugees? I only the heard that he was taking stuff. it out on the um, on his own people, basically blaming the conservatives for not putting it through. So he, you know, literally thought that the White House was deadlocked and Congress and House was deadlocked. So he had it made. But I mean, I'm glad to see that even the conservatives aren't letting him do everything he wants to do, and they're still, you know, kind of. Kind of doing their jobs, but 
you know, hopefully that keeps up. But I look at it as a win for um, the Affordable Care Act, too, because a lot of people on the right and left side benefit from the Affordable Care Act, and people need to start speaking up and admitting it. Amen. Amen. And you're right. And I just think he just wants to tear down everything President yeah. Obama built up because he was so right. against Obama all them years and wanted to see birth certificates and all that different type of crap. Now he wants to right. carry down everything Obama did and it really shows his character. But it's just not working. And then here's another thing right. that cracked me up with this whole thing. And um, because right after they voted that down, the next day, which was Saturday, people were in the streets. Trump supporters were in the streets uh, protesting. Yeah. Really? Now, everything that Obama tried to put through got shot down. Were we out in the streets protesting? No, no we, we stuck weren't. it up and kept it moving. <clears throat> Unfortunately. Every time, the Trump, every time the Trump supporters stand up and they want to uh, have a little protest, here come the anti-Trump supporters out there with them arguing against them, and then, it, and then it just turns into something ugly that it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Over something that's really not that deep. <coughs> Every time he tries to put something through that's not going to get through, these people shouldn't be running out and saying, oh, you're all guys against Trump, and we're going to stand up for him. And then mm-hmm. we shouldn't run out there with them, oh, we're anti-Trump, and we're going to get these guys, because all we're going to do is turn into a conflict. And one day, it's going to turn into a mass murder. Because mm. you get these two that's, crazy... That's where we're headed. What'd you say? I said that's where we're headed. I mean... That's what it's heading to. It's heading to like a civil war. Yeah. It's heading it towards really a civil is. war. It is. But only they're not fighting over slaves this time. They're fighting over this racist idiot. Oh, my God. But, you know, that's also the the self-gratifying, entitled, you know, society that we're now in where you yes, can lay yes. on your back and cry and get whatever you want. But in regards to Trump, I mean, I remember some years ago a boss told me, you know, when you're doing a job, don't tear down you know, your coworkers or people around you, you make mm-hmm. yourself shine above them. So if he thinks he's so much better than, you know, President Obama and every other president, he needs to start showing that instead of t- wasting the time to tear down other people. So we gave him a chance, and he's failing. To me, he's failing badly. Yeah. And he's still in his first 100 days. And it's been crap every nothing. day behind his first one. Nothing. Like, nothing. Yeah. I haven't seen anything he's done that, you know, is worth talking about. And all I ever see is controversy behind him. Back and forth, back and forth. It's just, it's sickening. And I'm sick of it already. And I really, like I said before, I don't want to waste away these four years because every year on this planet is precious. But I can't wait for four years to vote this character out. Yeah. I can't, because this time, if he gets reelected, that just shows where America is and how 
racist and biased. We really are because this guy is really, he's really not qualified to do that yeah. job. And it's something that you said a while ago, Felicia, that that stuck in my brain and made sense because now everybody's jumping up. And I'm talking about like people like Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. people like that saying, "Well, damn, I should have ran. Oh, damn, I could have ran." We need qualified people in these positions. Do I mm-hmm. want my butcher doing <laughs> brain surgery? Do I want a policeman uh, uh, working on my teeth? No. Being a dentist? No, I don't want that. That's why we have politicians. That's why these people go to schools. They learn what they learn or whatever, how they, they become politicians. But they've done it for a while, and they're in these positions for a reason. Right. And you right now, you have a businessman who was never in the military, who was never president of anything, was never a mayor, governor, congressman, anything, with the highest position in the free world. Mm. And he's out of his element. And it shouldn't be, but we let, I'm not saying we, but America let racism take over because mm-hmm. they were so sick of Obama, and let's, let's call it a spade a spade. They were so sick of Obama and the eight years he was in that they were going to vote for the first anti-Obama person that they could to put in that position. And Trump is so far left of what Obama was. They couldn't wait to get him in. And now we're suffering through it now. So unfortunate. It is. Anything else you want to say about that, or are you ready to move on? Absolutely not. It's just, you know, it's really coming to fruition what I thought. I said, I don't think that he's going to hurt us. I just think it's going to be a very comedic, comical four years. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, you know. It is, and it's nothing. So basically, I don't know if we're going backwards or we're just at a standstill, but as a country, I don't see us progressing. Me either. Me nope. either. So oh. we will progress and move on to the next topic. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's something else I wanted to touch on sports and all that stuff. I'm starting to see like a trend. <laughs> I'm starting to see a trend because um, Valisha's going to yell at me and smack me in the back of my head after I say it. But Oh, my gosh. I sit here a lot, and I go on worldstarhiphop.com. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. But it's like the different videos that go, because every fool with a phone is taping everything now. And it could be a bad thing. It might be a good thing. But I'm starting to notice the trend is that these store owners or people who work in these stores tussling with people who are trying to shoplift. Mm. And there's a video that went up today that this guy is holding this lady's purse. She was in a drugstore, and she's stealing whatever she's stealing. I don't know what she was stealing. It couldn't have been but so big because she, she stuffed it in her purse. So this guy's holding on to her purse, trying to hold her down. She's fighting him. She's trying to bite him. She's kicking him in his groin. 
The police finally show up and arrest, and arrest the lady. Fine. But there was another incident I saw where this black girl was in uh, the beauty supply place. She was trying to steal eyelashes, which is idiotic to me. And here's the Korean store owner who grabbed her, threw her down to the ground, sat on top of her, blah, blah, blah. My point is, do these store owners have the right to physically grab you and hold you until the police come? Or are they liable if they accidentally hurt you? Or if, like, the guy... The, the girl, the guy that was the, the Korean guy that was holding the girl in the, uh, the beauty supply place, had his arm around her neck, kind of choking her. What if it's her? Was them eyelashes worth injuring this girl or taking her life? And then with the guy who was holding the girl with the, in the drugstore, his injuries, were they worth holding her from, like, you could describe her to the police once she leaves out. There's cameras everywhere. You could have yeah. took the police in the back, look at the camera. This is what she looks like. Go get her. Or if she comes in here again, I'm going to call you and tell you there she is. She was the one who stole her there before. Get her. <laughs> I guess get my her. point is, these people should get her. These people shouldn't be holding these people or tussling and fighting with these people if they're caught stealing. Because one, what if you get your ass whipped? Two, and there's another thing I was watching um, last night. I was up last night and I was watching um, Lock Up on uh, CNBC. CNBC. And this guy who was in prison was drunk and he was high. He admittedly went into the store he stole a pornographic magazine. So as he's leaving, the guy followed them outside. They're tussling. He shoves the guy really hard, head on the cement, and it killed him. He cracked the skull open and it killed him. So now dude is in prison for 25 years mm-hmm. to life over a porno mag. Wow. Now to my, my thing to the guy who was trying to apprehend her from stealing, was it worth it? Mm. What do you think? Well, to answer your question about um, are they able to do that, I believe they are not. Um, mm. You know, it's assault both ways unless, you know, they maybe pull out a gun on you or – which I'm seeing a lot of in these videos, a lot of store owners are actually holding guns now, um, mm. which is kind of smart, but it's also, you know, it, it crosses or draws that line between is it legal or not. So I don't know. But, you know, there's so much going on. I don't know about, you know, these little felons, but if you see like a repeat offender, you know, you have to – do something about it, but not, you know, of your own will. You should definitely involve, mm-hmm. you know, law enforcement or whatever. But it's not worth it, but I can see where the frustration and the adrenaline, you know, would come in. Because a lot of these stores yeah. are the stores that, you know, our current 
POTUS is trying to shut down because, you know, they're independent owned and, you know, they look at any, you know, loss as, you know, a loss to their pocket. So I could see, you know, where they would be so, like, aggressive and frustrated when they see people stealing, even if it's a candy bar. But you're right. It's not worth a life. And, you know, you really do not have the right to put your hands on people if they, you know, do not have their hands on you. So. And there's a story that was on the news today, another reason why I brought this up. Because um, there was a guy who went to um, to this convenience store um, with a knife. And he tried to rob the store. God gave him the money. And then as he's leaving, the store owner pulled out a gun and chased him, shooting at him. Okay? Uh, down the street and around the corner. Wow. He hit the guy. Knocked, he hit the guy. The guy's in the hospital now um, in critical condition. They're not going to charge the store owner. Even though the store owner chased them and shot him down, they're not going to charge them so far they're not. But they do want to, here's what I think is funny, they do want to charge all the people because as the guy is running, the guy who robbed the store, store, as he's running, say what? No, go ahead. Oh, as the guy is running, he he throws the money. So all the money is on the ground, Okay. As they ran past, you see brothers and sisters in the streets grabbing his money <laughs> and hurry up and running out of, you know, getting out of Dodge. So they want to charge yeah. these people who grabbed the money. But I'm like, can you really charge them if somebody threw the money on the ground? Because I know that right. me standing there. I think I would have grabbed a couple of them bills, but doggone so. Oh, my gosh. I, I was thinking, like, you know, as the store owner runs out of the store, his store is now unattended. So is somebody going to, like, run in and grab some snacky cakes or something? Like, and that's another thing. That if I, I was, Yeah. Because if I was in that store and I was a, a person did a couple of things and I see the store owner run out behind some guy, you know what I'm going to do? One, he had a gun yeah. in his hand. I'm not going to stand here and wait for him to get back. I'm right. rolling. I'm like, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> I'm rolling. I'm not waiting for you to get back so you can put put point the gun at me and think I'm trying to rob you too. You're rolling I'm with the stuff item. In my hand. <laughs> I'm gonna put stuff in my hand. I'm like, all right, well, that's on you, buddy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, wow. One more thing I wanted to discuss, and this is something positive. And I posted this on my Facebook uh, page uh, during the week. And I love this story. Once again on World Star, there was a um, fight breaking out between these two teenagers. They're fighting. And his brother walks up out of nowhere and breaks the fight up. And he starts to talk about... What the hell? Okay. And he starts to talk about... Um, how they were making asses out of themselves because all these people mm-hmm. filming it, they laughing at y'all, and y'all out here fighting for what? Tell me what you're fighting about. And it was something, I don't even know if he really told him, it was something stupid. And he broke the fight up. And this is something that we talked about on this show before. And um, a lot of people watched this video, and the uh, mayor of Atlantic, because it happened in Atlantic City, the mayor of Atlantic City Mm-hmm. Gave him like an award, this, that, and the fourth, and had a little press conference, and a guy broke down in tears 
and he was saying how his mom raised him, and you know she made him read and tried to raise him right, and he didn't want to see that. And how he, he even brought the two boys up, saying they were going to fight. I talked to them; they didn't fight, and now they're friends again. And it was a good thing that mm-hmm. happened because you see a lot of these fights go down. You'll see adults standing there watching. And I'm not going to say I would have been one of the adults watching, but I would have been one of the adults that probably wouldn't have wanted to get involved because, you know, you never know how them things go. You never know what these kids going to swing on you. Because I have seen mm-hmm. videos where these kids start to beat up on the adults. And, you know, stuff like that. But this kind of inspired me now. If I see a fight, maybe I should step in and break it up. Mm. Not get physical, but just talk to these kids and say, you look, you guys are doing the wrong thing. Don't do this. You go right. your way, you go your way. Or shake hands and let this go. It ain't that deep. And everybody's throwing, but this ain't your friend. Because I am a figure in the community, and I know a lot of these kids, some of them look up to me, some of them might even be laughing at me. But I know I am a figure in this community, and maybe it's time for mm-hmm. some of us to start to step up and take our streets back. We could talk about it all we want, but if we're not physically in the streets trying to take them back or trying to do something positive, what's old saying? If you ain't part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Absolutely. How you feel about that? I agree. I saw both videos. I thought it was great. Um, a lot of people keep saying, I wish there was more people like that. I wish there was more people like that. Well, how about we go a step further and actually be those people that are like that? Amen. And, you know, I see a lot of people, you're exactly right, saying, you know, what can I do? I see a lot of guys, you know, your age, a little bit younger, a little bit older, and they're actually, like, condemning these kids, calling them stupid and all this, and I'm like, you know, that's not really going to help make them what you want them to be. So mm-hmm. I think that we need to just be that example that we want these young kids to be because nobody comes out of the womb a thug or a fod or, you know, a racist. These are all learned traits by environment, by, you know, what you see in your household. So obviously we're doing something wrong. So we need to set the better example for these kids and, you know, help them. Show them that we're approachable and we're not, you know, sticking our nose up or we don't understand what they're saying or where where they're coming from, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I try You're to right. be in my household and with, you know, kids that are younger than me. And you, <clears throat> and you said a couple of things that made perfect sense. The one thing I like that you said is that nobody comes out of the womb a racist, a thought, a thug. They're shown that. They're watching what they, you know, they're watching their environment. And one little, and this video goes back a couple of years, but it was this little baby. He might have been one and a half, maybe two. He's walking around imitating his father with his shirt (laughs) off, his pants pulled down so you can see his little diaper. And he's pounding on his chest with the soda bottle in his hand, acting like his father. And I'm like, you know what? Somebody's not showing him the right thing. No. Because he's imitating what he's saying in the house. 
and it ain't cool. And they think it's cute. It ain't cool. Also seen another video. <laughs> this one was really bad. With his little girls. They were young. They might be like three or four. The kids are standing there. And somebody said, all right, go. The little girl starts twerking, and the little boy starts Ew. peeling off dollars on top of them. Ew. And I'm like, y'all nasty sons of guns. That ain't funny. It ain't cute. And it's a right. problem in our society today. I can't stand the adults that film that. I'm like, is this like yes. just along the lines of like child pornography? Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> I saw a video like that and they were actually in like a Chuck E. Cheese type environment and they were like twerking and they were all like, go KJ, go KJ. And I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> That's not funny. It's not. That's not funny. It, it, it's, it's bad. <laughs> and then when little Titi grow up to be 18 and she's swinging on a pole. Right. And she has three little Titis of her own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you helping Titi take care of Fifi, Riri, and Didi. <laughs> and then you got a problem with it. But you put that in Titi's head that that was cool. <sighs> you liked that, didn't you? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> but <clears throat> that's just my problem with society. That's my problem with how we're doing with these kids. And we need no more people. Go back to what I originally said. We need more people like that brother who's seeing these kids cut up, carry on, and not afraid to step out there and say, look, y'all screwing up. Shake hands. Don't do that. Let's do something right. a little more positive. Right. Yeah, I tell you, if Martin Luther King was still alive, he'd be rolling over. He'd be ready to go back in his grave because he, he would not like what he'd be seeing now. Martin Luther yeah. King wouldn't like it. Malcolm X wouldn't like it. Uh, you name them. They wouldn't like it. I can't think of nobody right now. I drew a blank. Black History Month <laughs> last month. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, my but, um, Yeah. All the civil rights leaders that died for the for us not to act like buffoons and coons and, and and idiots, we're going right back to it. And some of it is our fault because we allow certain things in our home as far as TV and they're watching all this stuff on TV. Like if you watch VH1, and I'm guilty of it, but I don't have no little kids so I can watch what I want. But right. they watching Black Ink. Thank you, Felicia. <laughs> I'm playing with you. Uh, I'm joking. Don't start talking um, about watching, trashy reality shows. If they're watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, which I'm very guilty of, and they're watching this stuff, and they see these these people howling and screaming and fighting and glorifying uh, Versace plates and two hundred dollar pedicures <laughs> and thousand uh, dollar shirts and stuff like that, they're gonna grow up thinking that that's cool, and it's not. Because you know what people who really got money is the people that don't even look like they got money. Yeah. They're the ones that got money because you want to know why? They're not spending it on stupid shit. Stupid stuff. Right. They're not buying $1,000 shirts. They're the ones going to Walmart and getting a $5 shirt. And they banking their money. Their kids are not going to have to worry about college and buying their first homes and this, that, and the fourth, because these people got money. 
Right. So when it comes time for these to get kids to become somewhat adults, they said, okay, I put X amount of money away, a little Johnny, a little Jacob, to go to school. And then when Johnny and Jacob graduate, all right, I got this amount of money that I'm going to give to you so you can buy your first home. And, you know, the rest is on you. But they help them out. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're not doing that because we're buying $1,000 shirts and $200, $250 Jordan and throwing uh, two-year-olds um, parties with, with with lobster and crabs that you bought with your <laughs> EPT cards and stuff. But don't get me to get on that one. Wow. Are you laughing? I, I <laughs> you know am. I'm right. I'm like, I'm kind of speechless right now. <laughs> you know I'm right. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, it goes both ways, you know. It's not just, you know, the black community too, but it's all about, you know, your morals and how you were raised, if you were raised, you know, so. Yeah. We got to do better. Yes. Well, Definitely. On that note, you got anything else with that before I go to commercial? I do not. All right. Well, let me take this commercial break. Blow my nose. And uh, <laughs> and we're going to come back with some sports. If anybody want to call in with your um, Walking Dead questions yes. or your Walking Dead talk, we're having Spill Your Guts with Felicia Brown. So come call in six. Uh, I'm sorry, seven one eight five zero eight ninety eight eighty three. Call in, spill your guts with Alicia Brown. Talk about your uh, your Walking Dead. Is it coming up on the season finale? It is. So it's coming up on the season finale. You guys gonna want to talk about it? So call her up. You know. Do that. We're going to talk to them a uh, little bit of sports, a little bit of wrestling. Raw is in Philly tonight, so everybody's yes, running is. down to the Wells Fargo right now. And then uh, we're going to talk some a little bit of Sixers talk, and we're going to have a movie review, and then we're going to put a bow on this and send it home. Big Daddy's Hard Talk by you six zero. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. 
But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. And we're back, Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 60. I am Big Daddy, joined by my lovely, beautiful co-host, Felicia Brown. Hello, everyone. With her beautiful brown eyes. Um, I'm going to cut my eyes out. <laughs> no, you won't. Okay. Um, tonight... At the Wells Fargo Center, it is the last Raw before WrestleMania. So you get a chance to see how excited I am. Uh, <laughs> you get your last chance to see Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, possibly The Undertaker, of course The Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, blah, blah, blah. To the average wrestling fan, anybody that's listen, listening that's not a wrestling fan, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. WrestleMania is a wrestling fan's holiday. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it, not for the actual pay-per-view, but I'm going to cook. Felicia Brown's coming over. We're going to hang out. We're going to watch some wrestling. We're going to talk some trash. We're going to drink some beers. Past, I used to make a big thing out of it. You know, when my son was younger and, you know, I had people come over. We would all sit and watch it, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm just looking forward just to me and my buddy sitting there watching it. I'm making a seafood lasagna. I've never tried it before. This is my first time doing it. So wish me well. 
uh, anybody that's listening, call in with your WrestleMania plans. If you're going to watch it, if you're going to go to somebody else's house and watch it, if you're just going to watch it. And there's a good thing about um, the WWE app, because you can watch WrestleMania anywhere now. Because before you had to run yeah. to someone's house, you had to watch it on pay-per-view. Now you can watch it on your phone, you can watch it on your tablet, you can watch it anywhere, which is cool. It's kind of cool. Like, as much as we bitch argue and complain about the network, Vince was one of something with that one. Or was it Vince's mm-hmm. idea? It is what it is. As far as the card itself, eh, how do you feel about it, Alicia? I'm actually not really excited for WrestleMania, especially I just got news that um, the Intercontinental Championship match is going to be the very first match of the night. Um, Of course, if anybody doesn't know, it's Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Um, I mean, you can look at it two ways. Like, wow, you're going to have a pretty good match to kick off the show to kind of set the momentum, set the pace. But... The way they've been treating Dean Ambrose lately and the way, you know, they've been using him, I kind of look at it like it's not, you know, the kickoff match to set the pace of the show. I look at it as the first match after the kickoff show. That's how I look at it, and I'm not really happy about it. So um, I really can't even tell you all the matches that are on the card, just the title ones, but, you know, not really happy with with the WWE brand, and I'm hearing rumblings that um, Triple H and Vince aren't even happy with NXT right now, and you, know, you have no one to you have no one to blame but your you know yourself if you're you know overproduction and everything like that. I don't know. I guess they're not drawing the numbers anymore. It doesn't have that heat. Well, that's what you get for taking all your big names and shoving them on Raw and not doing anything with them on Raw. So, you know, that's how I feel about it. I'm happy to see you on WrestleMania today. Yes. Like <laughs> I said, it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, you know, we get together, we're going to have a meal, you know, talk some trash and watch watch wrestling, which is something that we both enjoy. Actually, wrestling kind of brought us together. Yes. But just like you just said, and I'm and, and I'm piggybacking on something you said about NXT. If they're not happy with NXT, that's their fault, right? Because they killed it. They killed it. You should have left Enzo and Kaz down there if you wasn't going to yeah. use them properly. You should have left Samoa Joe down there if you wasn't going to use him properly. You should have left Kevin Owens down there if you wasn't going to use him properly. Properly. You should have left Sami Zayn down there if you wasn't going to use him properly. You should have left Neville down there if you wasn't going to use him properly. You should have left Tyler Breeze down there if you wasn't going to use him properly. Definitely. That's their fault. I think the only ones they are, you know, using are obviously Charlotte and I think they're using Neville pretty good. He's doing some of the best work of his career right now. Um, and, you know, they're not well, doing too bad with Samoa to to get to that. Exactly, yeah. It's true. Because it Neville was true. an afterthought. He was it an afterthought. And then when they kicked off the cruiserweight, which they're not using properly, but once they kicked off the cruiserweight, <laughs> then you threw Neville back down there with the cruiserweight system. I'm not going to say back down there, but they 
put Neville with the cruiserweights, and he's really and that's going to be the match that's going to steal the freaking show is Neville against Austin Aries. Yeah, definitely. And I was going to say, I don't even think he should be involved in the cruiserweights right now, which as big as his name is, you know, Austin Aries can be, you know, where AJ Styles is right now. And I would love to see AJ Styles versus Austin Aries in WWE. So they just have so much they can do and they're not doing it. And I don't know why. I agree with you with the whole Austin Aries thing. Austin Aries is a former world champion in two different fans. Yeah. So now you got him with the cruiserweights. What are you trying to say? You you, you broke the, the glass wrestlers. ceiling. Say what? He's one of the best wrestlers what? in the world. He is. His name. He is. Yeah. It is. I totally agree. You broke the glass ceiling a couple of years ago when Ray went over WrestleMania for the heavyweight championship. Ray Mysterio did it. So you broke that mm-hmm. glass ceiling as far as little guys wrestling big guys and putting on great matches. Ray Mysterio was, was one of the greatest, if you ask me, because he was a little guy. He put on really good matches until he got burned out, and he didn't feel like doing it no more. But Austin Aries could do the same thing. If not, I'm not going to say better, but Austin Aries could do it. It could do it well. It could get over as a heel and make you hate him. If you haven't noticed, I like Austin Aries. But it's just it's a, it's, it's a damn shame, you know, and they're not utilizing their talent properly because of egos. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, Felicia Brown, I'm going to give her credit because she called it first. And then after she called it, I thought about it, and it makes perfect sense. Spoiler alert, John Cena is proposing to Nikki Bella at WrestleMania right after that match. Oh, my gosh. I read an article about that today, actually. And what they said? It, it just showed uh, the significance, and they said why he's probably doing it. Because WrestleMania is probably Nikki Bella's last little hurrah in WWE. So I don't know if she's retiring or not. Did John, Cena, did John Cena have any kids? No. Yep. It's going to be her last one. It's going to be her last one. Yep. Anyway. So, that's pretty much what's going on. Wrestling Raw tonight in Philly. If anybody's going down there, let me know what's going on. Whatever. As far as WrestleMania. I'm just looking forward to getting my eat on, trying a couple of different things. Uh-huh. Chef James is going to be in full effect. And um, trying to try this wing recipe I saw, and I'm going to oh do some gosh. seafood if, lasagna. If we're not on the air the Monday after, Big Daddy burned the house down, literally. You know Big Daddy can cook. You know it, and I know it. Right. You've eaten a lot of Big Daddy's <laughs> food. You know Big Daddy can get down. You cook very anyway. well. And we both like food. So, yes, you cook very well. Uh, maybe one day I'll taste something that you cooked. Of course. Because I'm better. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Anywho. Um... 
also, I'm going to be real brief on it. As far as Sixers, you know, the season is coming to an end. We have five games left, home games left. Um, they still got some road games. And yeah. if you ask me, if we don't win another game this season, I'm still satisfied with how this season went. Me too. The Sixers fought a lot of games. There was no games where they really got totally blown out. And we even had um, the Sixers win a 42-point victory over Dallas, which I hadn't seen in God knows how long. We have a star and a leadio and a and a leader in Dario Saric. That's something that nobody expected. Anybody that didn't think that Dario was a stud on you now. <laughs> Dario has been impressive, and he's yes, a future he star and a future all star in this league. You'll see Ben Simmons come in next year. They were showing clips of Ben Simmons yesterday. I don't know if you watched the game, Felicia. Um, the the Sixers oh. came on yeah. um, around about 6 o'clock, and they were showing right. clips of Ben Simmons. Ben Slim Simmons is dribbling the ball. He's shooting jumpers. He's dunking the ball. By next season, he's going to be ready. JoJo Good. has had the surgery on his knee. We'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, he'll be back. My opinion on this, and if anybody's um, listening, you know, you're more than welcome to call in. I gave the number. is 718-508-9883. You're welcome to call in if you want to talk about this. If not, hell with you. But I see the moves that they have done with the Sixers. As far as I'm concerned, JoJo is a definite star, but I don't know how long his wheels can hold up. So, either you got to crap or get off the pot with Okafort. I don't know what you could do with him over the summertime to make him aggressive. Mm-hmm. Because maybe with both of them, we could do something. Because I don't think you could, as much as I want to see, I wanted to see Okafort traded, I don't know what you could get for him. One. Two, JoJo still hasn't shown if he could could play an entire NBA season. Right. So do you want to get rid of all these people who could give you something here and there and gamble on a guy who's only played 31 games in the three years you had him? My opinion. Yeah. (laughs) If he would just play a little bit of defense, rebound, give me five rebounds a game, I would shut up. But you had to you had to get rid of Noel for stuff I really can't talk about on the air. But Noel had to go. It was what it was. You found a, a future, I'm not going to say superstar, but you found a decent role player, Sixer star, and um, Rashawn Holmes. He puzzles, he blocks shots, he has a good jumper, he has a good motor. He has a nose for the ball. And another one who's came out of the woodwork, who worked his way from the D-League all the way up to the main roster and has done well is uh, Sean Long. He's another one yeah. who's done well. So 
You got to keep these guys in place. You got to keep John Henderson there. You got to keep Cub. You got to keep TJ. Uh, as far as Bayless, who cares? Um, Justin Anderson, you have to keep him. That kid is a monster. He's very athletic. And by the way, he's following me on Instagram. I think wow. it's Wow. Nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. It is him. Instagram now. I'm going to look. Because I, when I seen he liked one of my pictures, I said it's probably like a fake, you know, somebody else who's just using his picture or whatever. And then I clicked on it. This person had over 60 some odd thousand followers. Oh. Huh. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit, this that is, him. is really cool. So yeah, that's cool. I got a big draw. Um, oh Jesus! And by the way, the clip I did with Dunkin' Donuts and Christian Crosby—it's up over a hundred thousand views. So it was like a hundred thousand. Yeah, it was like the numbers was up there. So that's cool. That's cool. A lot of people saw that. It's funny because uh, my daughter, um, she put it on her um, page when it went up. And then one of her friends had tagged her in it and said, yo, your dad is funny. <laughs> and she was like, don't, don't, don't bump his hand. Then she put the ham sticker underneath the course. Everybody calls <laughs> me a ham, including you. Yeah. Can uh, Whatever. I ain't that much a ham. Yeah. Whatever ham you think you are, add like another ham on top of it with like more glaze. That's a dog on shit. Just saying. Anyway, what's your opinion of the Sixers this season? You've seen a lot of games. What's your I'm opinion? very happy with the Sixers, and I got into like a little argument with someone on social media about it um, yesterday morning. Um, You know, I love Joel Embiid. I think what he brought to the team was much needed and, you know, invaluable and just amazing as far as morale, his character, and, of course, his skill. I mean, he is still growing, but what he brought to the team was great. But at the same time, this is not just a Joel Embiid, you know, show. And if you're going to say, oh, well, the Sixers are trash without Embiid and Simmons, I think that's kind of wrong to say. Because, number one, we didn't even see Simmons hit the floor yet. And like you said about Embiid, we need to see how long he can go, how far he can go. You know, um, you know how many quarters we can use them, how many minutes we can use them. Um, if mm. you're going to neglect people like Dario and now even Cove and um, McConnell, then that's a problem. You know, the process is not just Joel Embiid. It's the whole team. And mm. I'm really happy with what I've seen this season. I think they're the ones that are the reason why the tickets just went up, you know, for next season. And I'm proud of them. I think they did a great job. And, you know, someone tried to throw numbers at me, and I threw numbers right back at them. You know, we lost – we won 14 games with Embiid, and we won about 12 or 13 without him. So – and we've been beating teams that we weren't supposed to beat. Or, you know, we've been beating teams that did have all of their starting lineups. 
did have all of their team healthy. So I'm really proud of the Sixers. And that includes the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. You know why I keep bringing that one up? You know why I keep bringing that one up? Because they are one of the supposed to be premier teams, you know, if they were in the East, they would be one of the dominant teams or whatever. Because they're in the West, they really, you know, don't, don't look that like that. But they mm-hmm. spent they spent $95 million on uh, Harrison Barnes. All the money they threw at Dirk Nowitzki over the years. And Mark Cuban has thrown millions in this team. And the different yeah. players, the different personalities, and all this stuff. And the Sixers have really haven't spent Jack, we are so far under that salary cap. It's ridiculous. But even with that, we kicked the tar out of them. Yeah. We we In went Boston to Cleveland. And the Clippers. Yeah. Exactly. When Boston came to town, even though no, Isaiah Thomas didn't play that game. That's what it is. We still kicked the crap out of them. Um, Detroit, we beat them. The only team I've seen come in to Philadelphia and really handed it to us was Houston. And even with that, uh, James Harden had to have 50 points. Right. He had to have 50 points. And I think if we played them now with Justin Anderson sticking up, he wouldn't have had that. So, yeah. I agree with everything you just said. We've beaten teams we ain't supposed to have beaten. We have a good core. The whole trust in the process is not just trusting in me, as in, it's really trusting the different pieces that we put together with Sam Hinkie. As bad as Sam Hinkie was, people wanted to say, everything that's coming to fruition now is because of Sam freaking Hinkie. <laughs> now, the Colangelos came in. They cleaned it up. They put in some veterans here, there, whatever, and it is what it is. Exactly. But the process is the entire team. It's not just JoJo. Not saying yeah. I don't like JoJo because I do, and he's been sell- he's a ticket seller. A lot of people bought tickets to come see this man play. But I want to see these same people come out next season the same way. Right. Blankety blankers. And don't turn on us if we lose like a game or two. Like it happens. Chill out. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anything else you want to say on that before we move to this movie review and then put a bow on this? No, that is it. I love it. Movie reviews. They go to Lion. Wow. Um, stop. We can get sued. <laughs> okay. Um, we have to make our own symbol. Yes. Uh, the movie we went to see, and then we saw what we're going to review is um the Belco experiment. Um. I'm going to give it two and a half big booties. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about it and sound positive about it. 
<clears throat> not saying it was a bad movie because it wasn't totally crappy. It really wasn't. It was just, I thought it could have went so many different ways and it just didn't. Um, the ending was just kind of blah. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a sequel to it. That's all I can say. There's going to be a sequel. Maybe the sequel's better. I thought it would have been on a line of Purge, of um, Hostile, Saw, things like that. And it just wasn't. It was a bunch of B actors and a movie that just really didn't go anywhere. It just kind of fell flat at the end. It was good for a while, a little bit of, sus- of the suspense that was in it. You wonder where it was going to go, and it just went. <laughs> so, like I said, I give it a two, two and a half big booty. What about you? I actually disagree in that, you know, the movie could have went so many different ways. I think they they led up to it really well. I was really only looking for one thing, and that was some type of explanation or, you know, like psychological gratification as to why what happened took place took place. And we didn't get that. And it did. And, yeah, I'm afraid that, you know, if you're wanting people to hang on and go see the second one, they're not going to because... You know, you kind of gypped them in the first one. And mm-hmm. it was some B actors. Of course, the biggest actor in there was Tony Goldwyn from, you know, Ghost and Scandal. Um, the acting was great, I thought. Well, not great, but, you know, it was decent acting. I liked it. Um, you kind of got invested in characters. You kind of hated characters, which is which means they did their job. So um, mm. I liked all that, but, you know. I'm going to give it a two and a half as well, and I probably will not be seeing the sequel um, if there is one. I have a feeling they're actually going to just leave it at that and kind of let people, you know, think what they want about the movie. So, but I did see if there is a sequel as well. If there is a sequel, I probably will go see it because I'm a glutton for punishment. But I probably want to see. Okay, is this going to be better? Where is it going? Because right. as much as I thought the first Purge, I'm like, okay, it wasn't bad, blah, blah, blah. But I thought the sequel was way better. I love the Purge um, movies. All of I them. I loved it, too. Yeah, I liked all three of them. It just when it came to the second one, I was like, oh, shit. Not saying the first one wasn't good. I thought the first one was good, but I just liked the second one mm-hmm. better. But anyway, what were the other two movies you wanted to review, babe? Um, I saw Pitches Day starring Mark Wahlberg and John Goodman. It was a basically a reenactment of the Boston Marathon bombing. Um, I'm actually going to give that like a three and a half. But the acting was okay. really good. Of course, Mark Wahlberg with his little Boston accent played out perfectly. It's kind of a shoo-in that he would be cast in the movie. Um, oh, of course. They they nailed the actors, you know, to match the, the people really well. Um, of course, it was a movie about basically the solidarity of Boston, you know, Boston strong. Everybody had the ribbons and everything. But um, 
at the end they really brought that point home. But I actually wanted to see more about what happened after, kind of like the interrogation process of the the younger brother, Bomber, um, you know, and everything. But I don't know if it was for dra- dramatic purposes or dramatization, but um, a lot of things I did not know happened, happened um, leading up to their capture and, you know, for the older brother, his death. And I didn't know that happened, so it was kind of interesting to see. But it, it was a pretty good movie. I love movies that are based off of two stories. You never know where they can go, and I think they did it well. So if you're looking for a, a movie based off of two events, um, go see Patriot's Day or find it somewhere. Cool. And what was the other one? What else did I watch? Oh, Moana. Moana. Disney's Moana. <laughs> you know, you see, you hear Disney and you think like kid movies, but no, these soundtracks and these um, like morals in the story, they're, they're, you know, they can be applied to adults too. And the soundtrack to Moana is so addicting. It's so beautiful. It's written by someone that I really, really like, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, Hamilton. Um, he wrote the soundtrack to Moana, and I thought it was amazing. The colors, it's the first Samoan princess that Disney has ever had, so people of the Pacific Islands are kind of going crazy right now, and I'm really happy for them. Um, it is starring Dwayne Rock Johnson, so you love him. see it. Huh? You love him. I, I don't. I, I don't love him, but I, I think when he's given a task, he does it well, except for wrestle. Um, so Whoa. go see Moana. I'm going to give it a, a solid four stars. Very good four? movie. Yeah, the soundtrack alone is amazing. I've been blasting that soundtrack for days now, and ugh, I can't stop singing it. I'm going to sing it to you. You gave it a four, so that makes that makes me kind of want to see it. But doing the you first side of that, see it. I, I don't like movies with a bunch of singing in it. I'd rather pull my so eyelashes out one by one. Wow. Unless it's like Ray or Five Heartbeats and stuff like that. Wow. But when it comes to them Disney movies with the singing trees and bears and <laughs> stuff like that. Singing uh, Snowman and uh, We get it Forget you Forget you I'm sorry And this is coming back to even when I was a kid I didn't like it It just wasn't me That's why I always hated the Wiz That's right I said it I hated the Wiz I didn't really like Besides Michael Jackson I didn't really like either the Wizard of Oz or the Wiz. Or yeah, that me either. I was doing a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was just terrible. But anyway, we're going to put a bow on this and send it home. Felicia Brown, I thank you once again for doing a bang up show with me. Thank you. You stuck me again, but it's okay. I stuck you. No, spill your gut segment. 
Next hey, week. I posted it. Well, I was going to talk about it first and then give people the chance to call in. But next week, well, no, next you know week what? is the season we got time. We have time. Let's get into that's it. Fine. Anybody that's listening, 718-508-9083, call in. We're going to start the Spill Your Guts segment of Big Daddy's Hard Talk. Well. Anyone that knows me, you you know, may or may not know that I'm a big fan of the hit AMC show Walking Dead. Um, I've been watching since day one. I follow, you know, the actors and the characters. Um, I kind of follow the comic books. I'm, you know, working on that. There's a lot to catch up on with the comics. Yes, it's a graphic novel. See, there you go. You know, I didn't know that. My goal is to try to get Big Daddy to watch Walking Dead and see beyond the zombies and see that it's not a zombie show. The zombies are a subplot. Basically, what you will you see is... You got a better a, chance of Big Daddy <laughs> eating watermelon. But go ahead. Well, great. Basically, what the show is about is the evolution of people. Um one of the biggest things that I can relate Walking Dead to is the quote from Batman or one of those superhero movies. It's you either live to be the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And that is exactly what, you know, surrounds Walking Dead. It's basically uh, an experiment or an evaluation of people. So I think you would like the show. Um, Next week, Sunday, is the season finale of Walking Dead. Wait a minute, how are you going to see the season finale and WrestleMania at the same time? Can you you let me finish? Thank you. I was going to say I have to watch it later because I will be watching Walking, uh, the WrestleMania. Thank you. Let me finish. I'm sorry. (laughs) Whatever. You know, just just do the show yourself. It's fine. I'm going to just sit over here and listen. <laughs> no, I apologize. It's just that, you know, I get excited for WrestleMania. And I don't think, I I think that they should even put it on the same time as WrestleMania. Well, not everybody is a wrestling fan, okay? And if you really want to know, Walking Dead's numbers are higher than Raw's and SmackDown's, all right? I know there's a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people that like The Walking Dead, and there's a lot of people that watch it. I know it because I was in a barbershop Thursday, and I'd be damned if they wasn't talking about it. And his one brother said the only reason why he turns his TV on during the week is to watch The Walking Dead, and then he turns it back off for the rest of the week. And I was telling myself, "Damn, it's that serious." It's a really good show, and I'm looking at a lot of the movies that you like, and I'm like, if he likes that, he would really like Walking Dead. And I know you like psychology and everything, and, you know, it's all there in Walking Dead, so I think you really need to give it a chance. But It's too late now. It's not too late. It's not too late. Just like you need to watch Prison Break before it comes back on. Okay, it's not too late. That's why we have Hulu and Netflix and Amazon. Anyway, 
people. I will be <laughs> posting more about the Spill Your Gut segment. If you have a way to get Big Daddy to watch Walking Dead or if you want to testify as to how good the show is, please call in next week, 718-508-9883, and please call in and spill your guts. Please do. It was a good episode last night. And what I want to start to do, and I apologize to you, Felicia, um, we have to get the show bo- the show posting quicker than what we have been. And I put the information out earlier in the week that I need the show posted, and then I don't get it later on. So I'm going to start to be a pest about it so I can get it earlier in the week. So if I get it earlier in the week, I can post the fact that you're going to do the spill of guts section and maybe more people call in because I know there's a bunch of people who watch Walking Dead that would love to call in and talk about it. And I'm not hating on you or hating on anybody who watches this show because I know it's a very popular show. It's just not me. But it is a huge show that's on TV. And you don't know if it's go for you. A while. Say what? You did not. You don't even know if it's you. You didn't watch it yet. I tried with my daughter a couple of times. I just really couldn't get into it. I just, it just wouldn't take it. All right. So, we'll see. But, yeah, people call in. We're going to continue to spill your guts. I'm gonna, you know, I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear, I want to hear what other people have to say. And do they get as excited about it as you do? I'm just curious. I want to see exactly what the buzz is about. And then if, if everybody calls in and if everybody really likes it, and everybody got a buzz about it. Maybe I might attempt to start from the beginning and start to watch it and see what happens. Yay. Deal. Deal. <laughs> okay, let's. Right, we're going to put a bow on this. We're getting close to time. But thank you, Felicia, again for co hosting with me. I love you. Thank you, Big Daddy. I, I appreciate love you, you, kind of. <laughs> you do. You know, we, we fuss and argue, but we love each other. The yeah. only thing we fuss and argue about is the walking dead. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next Monday with the post uh, WrestleMania show. And we'll definitely be talking WrestleMania and how big of a cluster it was or was it good or not. Um, so call in with your opinions and your thoughts. Um, that's it. Uh, Triple WA is having his anniversary show come up. So, um, might have some wrestlers call in with that. And outside of that, that's it. Any last words, Felicia? No. Keep it classy, everyone. Enjoy the weather. Yes. Get out. Enjoy this weather. I think Old Man Winter finally went away. Even though it's spring, it's still kind of nippy, you know, out here from time to time. Careful, be safe. Um, that's it. There's three different types of people in the world, those who don't know what happened, those who wonder what happened, and people like Alicia Brown and Big Daddy that make things happen. God bless you all. See you next week. Yeah.
<laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.